Hi everyone, I'm Darren. And I'm Renee. And welcome to our Loving Well podcast. We're going to explore all things that help us to love each other better, grow as a family, and as individuals. We're currently in the midst of having seven children. We still have four at home, and we're on a quest to become better parents, better partners, and to make our family the best it can be. And it's certainly coming out of a journey. We started very starry-eyed, and, and it has been an exciting journey, and we're really happy with it. But at times, having a family and a big one has thrown up things at us, and, and we're now sort of thinking, oh, wow, how can we upskill ourselves, and what can we learn? And so that's what we're doing here in this podcast. We're going to take you through the books that we're reading to help improve our lives. And we'll take it about a chapter or two at a time, depending on the book. And so what I've got here, I've got Stephen Arderburn and Fred Stoker's book, Preparing Your Son for Every Man's Battle. And he already wrote a book called Every Man's Battle, but this is now the one, Preparing Your Son for Every Man's Battle. And the book you've got there, Renee? Is Preparing Your Daughter for Every Woman's Battle by Shannon Etheridge and Stephen Stephen Arderburn. Yeah. So let me begin. I'll, I'll say here is, uh, I've gone through the preface and I've read chapter one, Stepping Through the Crack in the Door, and I'll come back to that and explain that in a minute. And then chapter two is called The First Half is Still the First Half. So here's what I got, the essence of what I got from this chapter one, Stepping Through the Crack in the Door. It's Stephen's introduced me to what's called the silent code. And I can really relate to this. I mean, not all men have gone through this and things are certainly changing and culture's changing. But I certainly grew up with the silent code. And the silent code is where men don't talk about sex. My father didn't have that conversation with me and that set me up to not have that conversation with my boys. And there's a real danger in that, the silent code. And so what Stephen's suggesting here is that we need to become comfortable having those conversations with our boys. And the thing is, if we do, then rather than letting society have those conversations with them, or when society does have those conversations with them, they're already going, yeah, I know about that. I've already heard that. You know, Dad and I talk about that a lot, regularly. And there's something else that really stood out for me, and that is, you know, we all have this idea of the forbidden fruit. The idea of, you know, curiosity killed the cat. When we're having, we break the silence code and we're having these conversations with our boys, then that part of life, growing up and preparing for the opposite sex and, and sex as a, as a subject is not so taboo and forbidden. It still has an awe and respect about it, but it's, it's not, you know, we're not awakening love before it's due season. We're not, we're, if we wait for society to have those conversations with our children, and they will, they will awaken things with a kind of forbidden fruit. And so that's important. Now in the second chapter, called The First Half is Still the First Half, I sort of introduced to this idea, the analogy that growing up with our children is like, it's like a football match, which has a first half and a second half. And we haven't really, Renee, really experienced this. We really can relate to this idea that you get through the first half and you think, oh, bliss. that bliss, oh, that was exciting. That was great. Everything's gone well. And so you kind of think, yeah, the second half's going to be that great too. But how often is it? 
you know, when, when there's a match and two two teams are playing it out in the first half, this team's re- our team's pulled ahead and we've got all these points and we're kind of overconfident. And then you hit the second half and the other team rises up and begins to beat you. And so that's the thing. You don't, you don't, you want to be prepared for these changes that are happening in your child's life. And that's teenage years. Teenage years is that big change. And that's second birth. So second birth, we were talking about this the other day, that if we have the right attitude, we should really sort of look at teenagehood as a second birth. We're, we're helping them birth them into adulthood. And when you have that attitude, it's so much better to be prepared for the challenges, that it, it's going to make you tired, it could have you know, unforeseen aspects to it. But if you have the right mindset, you come through it. You come through, we can do this and... We're going to get to that point where it's like, ah, bliss again. Now we're holding our little baby in our hands sort of thing. Yeah. And you've come through the challenges. So it's important that, that we're all kind of aware that teenage years really change. It's the, it's the halfway mark and then there's a whole different second, second match. So they're my two chapters. What, what are your chapters called? Mine were Pick Me, Pick Me and Filling Her Sponge. Pick Me. Why is it? Do you have any idea where it's Pick Me, Pick Me? I think they're saying, I think what she's saying is your children want you to tell them about sex. Mm-hmm. They don't want it to be an off-limit topic, but they always believe it is because we kind of don't want to speak about it. Mm-hmm. So we could ask questions to to help them... Break down some of that yeah, feeling that it is off-limits. Mm. Because they want to be... Show them that we really do want to know what they're thinking. Yes. It's not a taboo. Yep, they long to be understood. She says... Uh, helping them she says we can help young people establish individual values and make healthy decisions when parents talk to and affirm them in these areas in the area so this so it's this idea of letting our children know that it's safe to talk to us about these kind of things yeah and the most encouraging thing encouraging thing i found was she says there's a huge difference between innocence and ignorance oh wow there's a lack of knowledge does not equate to innocence, but wow. rather ignorance. That's so important to me when I think, to me, innocence is this spiritual willingness to let God lead your life. That's powerful. So ignorance does not equal innocence. Isn't that a, so true? We often think it does. So we can have these conversations and we're not losing our innocence. It doesn't mean they're going to become sexually active. Right. In fact, we're probably going to help them not. Yeah. Because we're taking away the taboo forbidden fruit. Yeah. And what's the second? Is, is, that, is that it for the first chapter? That is. And the other thing I liked, that what she said was, you always think your child's not quite ready for the discussion. Not quite ready for me to... That's why if we just flood... The second chapter goes into flooding our children with positive conversations so that when the negative... When the, when the screens in their lives or the people in their lives try and tell them the horrors of the world of sex our children are filled like a full sponge there's no room so that's why it's called filling her sponge filling her sponge it's kind of like the idea of we have this tank inside us a love tank and and like and if it's full we're getting that we're okay but if it starts getting low we're we're going to start looking for that tank to be filled somewhere is that kind of the idea yeah so give good healthy messages flood that sponge yeah 
And then the rest of this book's apparently going to go into guarding her mind, her heart, her mouth in this sex-saturated world, being a good influence on her friends rather than following the crowd, which is something we all long for our children to do, and accepting Christ's forgiveness if she strays and prioritising her life to please God. That's so important. You know, I, I, we need to all be prepared for challenges and for things to go wrong and for failures, and that's okay. Yeah. Okay, well, so that's our two chapters for you from our two books, and we'll take you further in that. I think my chapter three is called Diving Deeper, but I look forward to taking you there on our next podcast. So we look forward to seeing you, and we want you to learn from today and do better tomorrow. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you.